Hey y'all, it's Kavo. Hey, it's JB. And welcome back to another week of our shit. <laughs> our weekly podcast that sets the tone for women striving to be their most authentic selves while sharing the tools we use to navigate this journey called life. Hey. What up, what up, what up? Happy, happy Earth Day. Oh yeah, it is Earth Day today. Yes. Yes, this is definitely is. this will be past tense for everybody out there listening. But I hope you all mm-hmm. like planted a tree or some shit. Girl, sh- what? <laughs> I'm just saying celebrate Earth Day, plant a tree or some shit, you know, <laughs> or, you know, just not don't litter. Um, <laughs> you, let's start small. I don't know. I, I, don't, I have an apartment. So I don't know if I can plant a tree. But hey, I do like oh the vote of confidence right there. You know, I'm just saying, plant a tree. It only takes <laughs> 10 minutes. It only takes 10 minutes of your time. Allegedly. No, it doesn't. It, it'll never take 10 minutes to plant anything. I have no idea. But you know what? One day when I have a house, I definitely will have a garden. Yeah, my mom has been in the garden. And flowers. Heavy. Yeah. I feel like one day when I have a little a house, I'll be in my backyard. But Yeah, same. She's been in the garden heavy, and she's definitely been like... You want to come out here and help me? And I'm like, oh, it's so I precious. So I'm sure it's so peaceful. Yes, but I've been having. I'm not even being dramatic. I really have had a lot to do in the house. I mean, so I'm just hey, like, that's okay. No, I'm not not today. That's totally fine. I swear, like, I'm a newfound plant mom. I have a little um, succulent in my office, and it's grown so much. I'm mm-hmm. very proud of it. So in the future, not now, because I'm just not, you know. A, I don't have time. B, I don't, I'm not disciplined. And C, I just don't want to right now. So, yeah. But eventually, we'll get there. Eventually. Yeah, my um, my bird of paradise plant, Dimitri, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's grown a good bit. He has a new leaf. And this okay. new leaf that is, like, bloomed and looked beautiful, it's bigger than all the leaves that were on there originally. So I feel really proud because I directly contributed it contributed it contributed right. to the growth of that solitary leaf well, you understand i love to hear it yeah okay sorry i'm just it. being dramatic but i really wanted to be like eight fashion. foot tall of course I'm dra- <laughs> dramatic. and i'm dramatic so for me to say that it's like oh child <laughs> okay seated me I need my tree to be just as dramatic as my personality and I need it to be like eight feet tall, 10 feet wide so it can take up an entire living room. I'm with it and I'm ready. <laughs> I love that. How are you doing? <laughs> you said you were, you were busy. You have, you've had a lot going on. Yeah, girl. Busy, busy, busy in the house. But um, Kavo's Beauty Bar is um revving up and restocking and mm-hmm. i am love it getting very creative with my products and things that i'm creating for my business so i'm really excited about that yeah i'm excited and for um yeah and then my youtube things that i've been procrastinating on for so long is kind of inevitable at this point so i have to get it together mm-hmm. so um that'll be coming soon very soon stay tuned for that and uh, go ahead and subscribe to my channel so that way you can get, like, notifications and shit for when I post. It's a uh, Call Me Kavo on um, YouTube. C-A-L-L-M-E-K-V-O. That's all. Make sure you subscribe, guys. Oh, yeah. And follow Kavo's Beauty Bar on IG for all the updates. I'll have a lot of sales coming this week. Go ahead and get up 
get stocked up on these things. I know mm-hmm. Bath and Body Works is closed. Walmart is out of the good soap and the lotion. You know, you don't even have to worry about that because we got the good shit at Cavo's Beauty Bar. Period. Period. So visit um, my Instagram, KVOS Beauty Bar or KVOS Beauty Bar Shameless plug, but I'm done now. Okay, sis, what's up with you? <laughs> I love it. No, I've been um, busy as well. I It's been a lot going on this week. Obviously, I've been working from home this week, um, but I'm really it's been a really productive week for me. I have gotten a mm. lot of things done, a lot of things checked off my to-do list, a lot of ideas and creativity just flowing. So I cannot complain. I'm super, super excited about it. And um, yeah, ready for, I'm, I am ready for Friday. I will say that. Uh-huh. What's just happening so Friday? Can, you nothing. going outside? Girl, hell no. Yeah. I'm not going um, outside. Governor, I'm not going y'all anywhere. Governor. I just want it to be Friday because then when I go to sleep, I don't have to wake up early on Saturday. I can just sleep in. So. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all governor. He decided to let them folk out. Yep. And um, he's talking about the state of Georgia going to be open come Friday. Some things in the state of Georgia will be open. Some Friday. things. I mean, like main things that people do that people are wanting to go to people barbershop, tattoo mm-hmm. shop, bowling alleys, gyms, like all of these dumbass places where you don't. It's not Massage very possible to stay like what? What in the world? It's not the possible not to stay six yet. feet don't you apart think you in the parks first before you. Um Open a massage or a bowling alley. Listen, OK, I'm not about to lose my life to go bowling. How about we not open anything? I mean, literally, people are still dying. This is there was no like statistical decline in the amount of cases that Georgia has had, which has to happen over a consecutive period of like, what, 14 days for you to then declare to open up the state or to end your stay at home order. There's protocol for this shit. And that nigga's like, fuck all of that. I want. That should be open. I'm tired of people. First of all, he ain't trying to pay these bailouts that people are coming up with. So he figures if he opens these these businesses, then the bailouts will be, you know, avoidable. But the unfortunate part about it is a lot of these businesses that or the the employees or the staff that like support these businesses, if they decide to open, a lot of the minority population is going to be affected because a lot of people that work in these jobs belong to the minority population, which is. In, like which a lot of the um, employers or employees that are open right now, like the essential businesses, mm-hmm. are filled with minority workers as well. So it's yeah. just gonna further devastate our communities. I mean, people are fucking dying. There was like what nineteen thousand confirmed cases like two days ago. What the fuck? Exactly. The biggest thing too is like it's more of an economic relief than anything. But people are not gonna spend their dollars because people are not. They don't feel safe to go outside. So you opening it's up not early safe does to not <laughs> circulate the dollar. Right, like what? it's not it's not going to circulate the dollar. People are not going to go bowling. Yes, people may go to nail shops, but the amount of people that typically go to these businesses, it will no it will not be that nowhere near that amount, you know? So, it's definitely a rush decision. I will say 45 did say like I do not agree with that decision, which is crazy cuz you know, typically he's all on board with saying some real out of pocket and real crazy things. So, uh-huh. I think um the state of Georgia is um crazy. Crazy, what I do crazy, appreciate, crazy. Um, though, is the uh, the mayors of yes. the larger Ugh. of the prospective cities like Atlanta, yes. Augusta, Athens come out and being like, look, I don't give a fuck what he told y'all to do. 
As for me and mine, we staying in this motherfucking house. So everybody stay y'all ass in this house. Don't go nowhere. Don't do nothing. Yep. <laughs> stay at the home until this shit is really clear. The only thing they can do is advocate and use their voices because governor rules it, it supersedes anything that the local level is doing but the local level right. is the one that should have all the power because they are on the ground they have right. the boots strapped in on the ground to see what's really going on they're Precisely. like it's it's asinine of him to think that he can really tell everyone i mean i know that that's his right because mm-hmm. that's what he was voted in to do from other populations but mm-hmm. not you're us, not, not thinking us. about the the people behind these Mm-mm. jobs and you're not thinking about the people behind these dollars and it's going to show because people are going to go out this weekend and they're going to go visit these barbershops and these nail salons and all these different things and become sick in 14 days because that's what's going to end up happening and you're mm-hmm. not going to know it until 14 days from la- from now and next thing you know you have a higher number of deaths a higher number of positive cases it's going to mm-hmm. it's going to be crazy so the spanish as for flu me had and two mine, spikes we will be staying inside Right. Okay. And the Spanish flu had two spikes. Like the first one killed, I don't yeah. know, say three to five million. And, and then the second, the second like spike was like 20 million. Yes. What? So this is exactly what's happening right now. I mean, if history repeats itself, here yes. we are looking at it. And I just pray to God that when it's time to get these people out of office, that you people get the fuck up and go vote like you're supposed to, to get these people out the fuck off, like the fuck out office, because this shit is, I can't even talk. It's pissing me off. It's making me so angry because people like, I know I have friends who are losing family members. Like, I know people who are dying from this fucking virus and it was completely preventable, but you guys are just so wildly irresponsible with the power that you have that you just decide to make decisions willy-nilly not even deciding or considering who it'll affect if it doesn't affect you it doesn't matter white people exactly white people shit i don't even want to say it's just them because girl this is just a fucking ridiculous it's just yeah i can't even speak on it but it's crazy um but i will say that we can only use our voices to encourage people to stay inside and to not go outside and not, not, well, you can go outside and go walking, but to not go and visit these businesses because it's just not time. It's not safe. Mm -hmm. And until you guys have like hard facts and statistics that say it is, it's just important to keep social distancing. There's nothing else to it. But yeah, girl, That was a lot. Girl, it's just... You got something for Motivation Monday. Bless our spirits, I, please. We need it. I do. Okay, so... Here we are. You're so busy doubting yourself while so many others are intimidated by your potential. That's a word. That's a word. That's a word. Yeah, I thought that was like cute enough is at this time that we're in now i mean nobody is not a productivity contest nobody has to be revamping and creating businesses and all that stuff but i think about myself and how it took me so long to really just kind of do that shit you know what i mean i had Mm -hmm. the idea had the time did things but i think the process before you actually start it is like there's a lot of doubting yourself there's a lot of do I really have like am I really the person to speak on this or can I say this or what if somebody doesn't agree or whatever the case may be and whatever you do you know or starting Mm -hmm. a business or whatever the case may be there's a lot of a lot of thought process that goes into that and a lot of doubt for me personally so I love looking at 
people who are doing things that I want to do and doing them successfully. Mm, so I'll look okay. at other business pages. I'll look at um, other business promotions. I'll look at their YouTube channels. I'll watch people and that'll motivate me and be like, oh, I can do this or I can do that. Or I'll get ideas mm -hmm. from things that I can kind of create and make it my own. Because I'm sure that those people that I look at, they had to start somewhere. They didn't just yeah, start selling stuff or post their first video and they got a million views. That's not really how those things work. Right. So, um, I thought that was good enough motivation for this week. That what really was. I think about that as far as like, you know, even when you're self-doubting, it's like you'll never know if you don't do it anyway. So just go ahead and do it. You don't know if you can speak on that topic, but speak on it. You know, you have opinions, you have thoughts, um, you have ideas, you're creative as well. Everyone's creative in some extent. So I always say mm -hmm. just do it because the only person that's stopping you is you, you know. The only person that's in your way is you. You are literally your only competition. That's what mm -hmm. I have to tell myself when I go running in the morning. Mm, that's good. Yeah, because, I mean, Jasmine was, she's a track star, right? So she knows about Girl. the whole com competition of, like, <laughs> running against another person and mm -hmm. all that. And I, in my highly competitive nature, have made a decision that I will only run alone. <laughs> because... What happens is I'll see somebody in the park that I'm running, you know, like I'm running with. If they pass me, oh, bitch, I got to go faster. But then let me tell you, girl, you have asthma. Calm down somewhere because you're going to be huffing and puffing and they ass going to be done past you. Sit down. Have several seats, girl, you know. So <laughs> I not. am my only competition. <laughs> I only have to beat me. That's it. Period. Okay? Honestly. Do not let it fool you. A lot of people that run track, they if they run sprints, I'm telling you right now, they do not like anything long distance, okay? I <laughs> am going to be honest with y'all, okay? I hate running. Hate it. Loathe and literally, it entirely, she went okay? to college on a track scholarship. Went to college on a track scholarship <laughs> and hated having practice and running and all that good stuff. Honestly, I'm going to be I would hate like, having to practice running. Like, what is that Girl, like? it's a it's practice a running? It's a punishment. Like you think about I it, other sports running. are like when they get in trouble, they have to run, you know, all the time. Yeah, we running run is definitely it's like going to help punishment. us run faster. It's just too much. I, I have not ran in a long time and I'm not going to. And people are like, my brother's a avid workout person. He loves working out. Me, it's like I have my energy, my spurts where I'm like, yes, let's do it. Currently at this point in time, I don't have the energy too. So guess what I'm not doing? I'm not working out. Not running. I'm taking this time to be productive and be productive within myself but that does not have mm -hmm. to necessarily look like going outside and running two miles it's, that's just not in my ministry so i'm not gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> i'm not doing it fuck it i don't care y'all can judge me and be like oh my gosh you should totally be out there this is beautiful weather and workout girl i'm gonna tell you right now i will repost you all day and be like look at my good sis out here getting the sun running <laughs> collecting the miles me but you're not doing it no not at all. Not at I all. I asked my parents if they wanted to run with me the other day. I knew they were going to say no. That's why I asked because nope. I already said I like running by myself. So I was like, hey, y'all want to come with me to the park? And they're like, uh, okay. And I was like, yeah, you want to go for a run with me? Mama was like, where you want to go run to the store? I was like, no, ma'am. <laughs> like, run around the park. I'm only going to run like three and a half miles or so. She was Girl. like, bitch. Oh, I'm gonna call me on my name so quick. Immediately, <laughs> you would have got cussed out immediately. I'm like, don't you they did? Mouth they cursed me out like that. Three That's and a half exactly. miles, girl. Bye. That's exactly what they said. 
Mm-mm. And I was just was like, okay, I guess. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I thought three and a half miles was short. Because I'll run three and a half miles, but then I'll go look on somebody else on the Nike app, right? Mm-hmm. And they be done ran five or six. I'm like, bitch, I'm not running no six miles. But what's for you is for you. What's for you? You're right. That's why I'm not? my only competition. That's why you're your only competition. Don't, don't be out here, you know, comparing yourself, okay? You running don't them three and a half miles is better than any, anybody, okay? Period. Do your thing. Period, poo. But yes, now is a good time. Like you said, I want to bring back the point you said of working on yourself personally as well, especially if you don't have a lot of projects that you have been putting off like me, um, mm-hmm. the project can definitely be yourself. Another thing that um, I've been kind of focusing on while I've been home is reading myself to sleep. So, Ooh, okay. Yeah, maybe that'll be the do of the week. I'll go into detail on it at the end. Okay, perfect. Um, you ready to get into the scoop of the week? Yes. What's yes, the scoop, sis? Let's do this. Okay. I have to realize I do have to change. I have to change in the cursing, certain type of things I do. I gotta, I, I gotta keep them in mind, you know, because they love me. But not today, though. Today I'm walling. Today I'm bugging and thugging. Not today. So, if you're not watching it, you should, because Insecure is a great because show. Because what is your life? Because what is your life, okay? Insecure brings up a lot of topics. <laughs> a lot. That we should all be discussing, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we decided to take the time this week and discuss these topics from the past two episodes of Insecure. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevo, you sent me this text thread that I thought was really great. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just going to ask the questions off of this so I can get the kind of the conversation rolling. Okay. Okay. So first things first, can you be friends with someone who's dating your ex? Yes, and have. Yes, and have. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, and have. I'll expand. I'll let you go first, though. Um, Or I'll let you answer before I expand. (laughs) Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So how do you feel about this Issa Condola friendship? So I think it's nice. I think that, like, obviously it started very authentic because neither one of them knew that they were dating. They dated and were dating the same guy so i thought right. it was a really nice and fresh for isa especially because she's had you know she has a very small t- a circle of friends but it's nice to kind of get perspective and someone to push that creative button out of you now that it's kind of a known fact that you know condola is dating lawrence i still think it's still nice because they don't have to talk about lawrence yeah that's the one thing that's like <clears throat> a mutual or a commonality between them two but there's mm-hmm. so much more things that they are um that they bond over that i think mm-hmm. are more important than dusty ass lawrence no offense to him okay because lawrence not dusty no more now he he's not dusty no more grade. but i do think but it's he something was a dusty like, nigga yes but i think it's something he that's crazy where like she had, he got nigga. he sent her flowers and it's like for five mm-hmm. years you know like you couldn't do none of that shit so i think for me it would be a lot of like self-reflection as far as okay like let me not let me not project my like <clears throat> annoyance with Lawrence onto my friend Condola, my new friend Condola, because that's her boyfriend now and he's different. So that'd be the biggest thing. But I would not mind being friends, but I've never been friends with someone that's dated the same guy knowingly. I don't, I mean, that I know of. <laughs> um, oh, wait a minute. I, oh, maybe I take that back. Maybe <laughs> I have my ex, my last <laughs> shit, forgot all about his ass. Well, I guess in a sense, yeah, but. I mean, we're not like super, super friends, but we're cool, you know, and shout out to her. 
but I don't think it's like a condola situation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've never had a condola situation per se, but I've definitely mm-hmm. um, had exes that dated women that I may have come across or known before or met after the fact. Um, and yeah, we're we're cool like straight i mean i'm not hanging out with the girl and like mm-hmm. trying to organize a block party per se but it might be just some like oh i see you girl or like i like your pictures on instagram and stuff like mm-hmm. that i have no issue with that i told you the other day um about this i don't even know if it's necessarily weird i think it's interesting my ex-boyfriend's ex-girlfriend's husband followed me on instagram not too long oh ago. yeah like, that was really weird that was kind of like weird. I don't know what kind of conversation y'all had where I could possibly come up, but okay. So that was like one of those situations where me and her were like remotely cool. Okay. I knew of each other. Um, but I haven't had any kind of like, let's go to lunch, girl, or like come right. join me and my friends. Nah, not nah. happening. I don't I mean I'm not mad I about it. Like if happening. it happens, whatever, but I don't foresee myself putting myself in that kind of situation because i would be the bitter bitch that would be like so he sent you flowers but we was together for five years and he forgot my birthday six months ago so he can't he can order flowers now but he couldn't order some flowers six months ago Mm -hmm. when we was living at the house together like i would have an issue with that and it would be something that like maybe i wouldn't bring up to her but me and him would probably talk about it or it would be like it would be addressed in some kind of way because i would be upset See, and I think to myself, like, that, I would feel the same way about that, right? And it's not on mm-hmm. her. It's really just on him. But right. then I would have to tell my homegirl, because I'm going to tell my friend, like, girl, this is how I'm feeling, right? And mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to bring someone in a situation where they're now feeling awkward because I have this, like, underlying issue with my ex because why is he bringing you flowers and he couldn't do that six months ago? Like, like I, you know, I just, I wouldn't even want to bring somebody into a situation. It's just time. not that deep. Mm-hmm. Like, we can just plan this block party and let's keep it at that at this point in time. Yeah, I think them, like, working together in a work relationship is it's cool. I think it'll work out because they yeah. have that mutual respect and that connection. The unfortunate part is they built this, like, friendly connection before knowing that Lawrence was mm-hmm. Lawrence, you know. And so I think that that tainted the relationship for sure. One oh, of yeah. my friends and I got into an argument about this episode. I probably said a couple weeks ago. Anyway, so his take on Issa and Condola was the fact that Issa was being immature and she made it awkward by saying like where your ex is at so i can run up on them kind of thing what do you think about that i mean she's awkward so i didn't expect anything less from her honestly (laughs) like in her sense because she's an awkward person i think that like when you you i think anyone would try to crack a joke in a very weird time like that right you're trying to break the ice it's like oh this is okay where's this gonna go so let me just say something um i don't think that was immature because what would be immature if she really did run up on some of your exes that would be immature but her joking about it because she's kind of just like trying to break the ice i don't think i think you're i think you're fishing i agree um if she would have just sat there and said oh okay that's that's cool you know that that would have made it more awkward i yeah. feel than her kind of trying to crack a joke and be like girl where your ex is that so i can run up on them like you ran up on mine you know it mm-hmm. made it seem like it was a kitty you know kind of like 
let's she's kid about this. But I don't think that condola was like mentally ready. You know how somebody makes a joke and you're like, yes. too soon, bro. Too soon. I think that was definitely too soon. But I am an awkward individual and I definitely would have said something like that if put in that situation. No question. Yeah, I think also with Condola, it's kind of like she was thrown off in general. Like she went out over to Lawrence's afterwards and was, you know, not really yeah. knowing how to like address him or, you know, work with him and all that good stuff. So it was it was already mm-hmm. a weird situation for her anyways. But I don't think that Issa, I think Issa's just a very awkward person. There are things that she's going to say that are just awkward. <laughs> You're like, bruh, what? Girl, get up right. and get out of that, that place. What is wrong with you? Like, girl, just leave. leave but you mentioned something earlier about how, like, what we both did, I guess, when we said we wouldn't invite her to hang out with our friends just because, you know, that's just a, not a good dynamic. So mm-hmm. do you hate it when friends invite other friends to hang out without notice? Or are you kind of like, oh, it's okay, more the merrier? What kind of friend are you? I do hate it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do. I'm not going to lie. I'm not... I'm not the, um, come on, girl. You don't like, I don't know. I think it just depends, right? Mm-hmm. So, depending on your friend and how they are. For example, if I were the friend that was added in somewhere, I don't think that it would lead for an awkward situation because I don't really allow for awkward like moments Mm -hmm. in those type of situations I kind of like I'm personable I'm like hey you know I include everybody try to make it like a you know thing um but and I if I'm in that situation I do try to make it more comfortable but I hate it I don't like it if I (laughs) like you bringing this new bitch around I don't want to be I was prepared to spill my business and I'm not gonna spill my business in front of this girl that I don't know because I don't Mm -hmm. know who she know you know and I don't know what she thinking and whatever and I don't really care about her opinion to be frank so like I don't want us to talk about this together Mm -hmm. you know um yeah so if you and I were having lunch and then it was like oh girl by the way Sasha is gonna join us I don't know if you have a friend named Sasha sorry Sasha but if it was like Sasha's gonna join us and I'm already there I would be like okay but really I would be like now Sasha could have got lunch to go Sasha like that's what'll be going on in my head I'm not a more the merrier type of person now if we're going out somewhere that's cool but if we're like at lunch, it's supposed to be me and you, and then you bring a third party. I'm, I'm not gonna be as rude as Molly was, mm-hmm. but I will, I will definitely feel some type of way internally and be like, okay, girl. So next time we hang out and you like offer, I'll be like, is it just gonna be us, or right. are you gonna bring you three or four extra people? Are we feeding the homeless today? What are we doing? <laughs> because I need to know how we're gonna go about this day. Like that would be me. My like I would be petty about it, but <laughs> See, how about I, you? Yeah, because I don't like the whole surprise person. Mm-mm, don't I'm surprise not a big me. Fan of that, and I honestly Mm-mm. don't like when someone just invites someone somewhere without even like checking with anyone because I feel like that's very disrespectful you don't know what I had planned you don't know what I got going on Mm -hmm. maybe I just want to talk to you I'm a big like for me if it's if I'm going out with someone I will ask like who's all going to be there is it just going to be me and you am I able to invite Mm -hmm. other people who I also don't like going somewhere in a group of people where it's just me and it's like I don't I only know this one person who's mingling with 20,000 different people I'd rather just bring someone that can be like my confidant 
Yeah. yeah someone that yeah, can be like yeah. my partner, you know, in this, like one of my homegirls can come with me too. But I'll ask, like, can she come with me? Is this cool? Is this a group thing? Um, I, yeah, I don't, I, I'm not a really big fan of that. And on top of that, it's kind of like you threw, like, it's all last minute. Don't last minute bring somebody to anything. Yeah, like Condola said she was going to go get some lunch. Let her have she her She should have, like, time. gone and got some lunch by herself. Right. And then when <laughs> when she got up and went to, like, join the group hug with Molly. And right. Issa, I what are you doing? Lost We're not friends. We I are not friends, girl. Back up. Why are you touching like, me? Like, girl. <laughs> man that was the most awkward thing but see also i think it's like when someone doesn't know how to pick up on the room and doesn't know how to read cues it that throws me off too because it's like you didn't read that mm-hmm. vibe like she wasn't really feeling it you know maybe because i'm yeah. a big vibe person and i read energy like okay this girl's not really feeling me or i don't really you know i just feel like you should know at some point i would have been like oh i'm gonna go i'm gonna see y'all later actually the moment she kind of like paused i'd have been like okay girl well no it's okay i really gotta go actually this is my boy this is you know lawrence calling me gotta go bye i don't know right but i wouldn't have stayed yeah because molly was not happy and it was very you can tell you can tell when molly's like not with it she's very dry and very like okay very see you later why are you touching me we're not friends (laughs) Very. and i hate oh you already know i hate being touched so i'd have been like oh my gosh what are you doing <laughs> girl yeah joining that group hug that sent me over i said ma'am now you know this is uncomfortable why did you get up mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, that's no. funny i feel like in this situation though with Issa and condola like it should have definitely been a pre-meet rather mm-hmm. than just like i'm gonna spring her on you you know but you yeah. would know that. Like, I know, like, about certain friends of mine. There are certain friends of mine that, you know, they're always, like, more the merrier. Who cares? But then there are certain friends of mine that I'm just like, okay, well, I'm going I'm to introduce you guys on FaceTime first or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see about how we can, like, mingle, you know. Not that none of my friends are open to meeting people, but some of my friends are like, no, I'm good. I got enough friends. You're my friend. I fuck with you. Right. Um, that's it. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. You can't force anybody on someone just because you rock with them, you know? Mm-mm, not at so. all. What about the situation with Andrew and Molly? Do you think he's being a fuckboy? No. I don't think think Molly's making a big deal out of everything. I think Molly is mm, dramatic and also she is she is not fully evolved as far as her ability to communicate her emotions effectively. Mm. Um, Her and Andrew, first of all, I'm pretty sure if she took Andrew seriously from the beginning, her and him being exclusive or only dating each other would not have been a problem. But Molly gave Andrew the runaround for a minute before she actually decided to like, oh, like him and even in the beginning of the series i don't even think she was really that into him until she found out that he was dating other people and she's like wait a minute hold up now i'm in my Mm -hmm. feelings about it you know she wasn't really that into him in the beginning so i don't think him dating other people is a is a bad thing they never really established that what they had going on was serious or they had any intentions of it growing to anything more so no what do you think um, I, I don't think he's being a fuckboy. No, I think that you do like, no, I don't. I don't. Oh, oh okay. I don't think that <laughs> I, like, I feel what? like what you like what you're saying. I feel like she didn't really like him until he started dating other people or like, you know, mm-hmm. being attracted to other people. Um, 
I I'm, I tried to put myself in that situation because I've definitely been that person. I'm not gonna lie, where someone yeah, to me to. is like my like is their friend, and until like someone else they start dating someone, that's when I find them to be attractive. And I'm like, well, wait, I want to actually date you. So hold up, you know. Um, hold on, just kidding. I'm not that person. I've never been that person. But I'm gonna let you live. Keep going, okay. girl. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I've been that person, and I don't think that it's a it's a she does, she's not a bad person for being that way. It's more so like you don't, mm-hmm. it's kind of like you don't know you want something until someone else has it. You know, it's like, oh, damn, I'm not hungry, but then he made some food and now I want some food. It's kind of like that situation, <laughs> you know? Okay. Um, I feel like she definitely did string him along and that's why he's acting the way he's acting. And she's not effectively communicating her feelings to him at all. So that's where the disconnect mm-hmm. comes from. She wants him to open up to her and be more like vulnerable, but you were playing with him. So I don't think, I feel like people don't just open up to you off rip just because you now tell them that you like them. I have to learn if I can trust you enough to like, know if I want to talk to you about like some of my past transgressions or, you know, things like that. So I think she's definitely making it a big deal. Every little thing, but every little thing is a big deal for Molly when it comes to men specifically. Yeah. When it comes to her career, she is driven. She is powerful. She knows what she wants. She goes out there and out out there and get it. Um, very strong, very strong when it comes to her career. But she doubts herself when it comes to relationships, and I think that she's very. She's a self sabotager. Yeah, she everything is. she does is in utter. It's basically against everything that she wants, you know, because she doesn't know she doesn't know what she wants. I feel like with this guy, it's not probably not going to last long. And if it does, it's going to be a lot of, like, ups and downs. With Andrew? Mm-hmm. I because he's going to call her on her like, shit. I feel like her and Andrew will last a little longer, honestly, mm-hmm. because he calls her on her shit. Because okay. other dudes in the past have been like, oh, okay, Molly. Like, you know, she's feeling some type of way. Oh, that's weird. Uh, I don't know why she's feeling some type of way. And they just kind of going about their business and dismiss themselves from her. But, and I think that, uh, are these the right right combination of words? Okay. I feel like a lot of times um, men can have this like archetype of a woman that they have in their head right or mm-hmm. like this picture of how they envision how you're supposed to be before you even open your mouth they just look at your picture and they're like this is her this is yeah. what she is you know and then when you're not that then they're turned off or they're like they kind of shy away from that I think that her and Andrew are going to last longer because Andrew doesn't expect Molly to be perfect. He actually expects the opposite. He didn't meet her in a perfect situation where she was just like cute and having fun and blah, blah, blah. He met her when she was in the middle of emotional breakdown talking about, I had sex with my married friend. And Andrew's like, all right, cool. That's cute. But I still like you. You want to go to get something to eat? You know, I think (laughs) I think that that shows promise in this situation and um, I feel that, like I said, he's able to call her out on her shit. And even though she might not want to listen to it, she does. And I feel like there's room for growth in this I situation as well. That's a good statement. I feel like that's a good thought. Um, there's definitely room for growth. I think mm-hmm. that if she keeps going the same way and not accepting ain't be that no growth, growth, ain't going to be no growth. Okay. <laughs> ain't going to so be no growth. She might want to stop with it. But how like. Yeah her whole thing is that she wants she wants him to open up basically be more vulnerable tell her about him you know because she feels like she's opening up a lot so um Mm -hmm. how much do you require someone that you're dating to open up i need to know everything 
<laughs> I'm gonna ask you about your childhood in like the first couple days. Like mm-hmm. first couple days of us meeting, us talking, us getting to know each other. I'm gonna ask you stuff like that. But we have already established, I'm pretty sure on the podcast and you know personally, I'm not a small talk person. No, you're not. <laughs> I don't really care about like, oh, what do you do for work? And you know, how does your day go? And did, like that shit uh, it irks my like it makes my skin crawl i do not like small talk mm-hmm. now if you want to call me and you want to talk about what makes the earth go round and like Kato's what your lights girl. your world up i'm your girl because i want to talk about all those things and i'm not gonna shy away from it and so um not that i'm gonna be like asking people about their childhood trauma per se but i like to ask people what was your childhood like or you know somehow it always comes up where there's something about the past or whatever the case may be and Mm -hmm. I determine how far a person and I will go based off of how willing they are to have those conversations because if a person is not willing to have that conversation then there's a lot of barriers that you need to break through before you come to a person like me and so we won't work out Mm -hmm. um but yeah I mean I don't want to say I require but it's very welcomed like um a guy that I dated that I've dated um he and I have talked about conversations that we each have with our therapists that's good yeah and I I just feel like your guy has to be very open like very very open yeah very very open open. I think it's a requirement I don't think that that's not a requirement for you okay I mean, I, I really welcome do. that. It probably is a requirement. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm saying that it's not because I don't want people to feel like the first time you meet me, you got to be crying in my face. Not like that. No. But as far as like, if I ask you how you feel about something, I really want to know how you feel about it. I want to see if you have emotions. Let's talk about it. Let's mm-hmm. address it. You know, that's me. So maybe I do require people to be pretty open. I don't, because if I don't you're not, then I kind of... The- bad word to use i think that like that okay the connotations around requirements kind of make it seem bad bad. but in Uh the grand scheme of things it's more so like if you want to get past just this first level of talking with me or dating me you're gonna have to open up for you it's not you can't just be a very surface level conversation kind of person Mm -mm. just doesn't work no it's not gonna happen it's not gonna me on the other hand I like to ease into that kind of stuff, you know, not saying Uh that you can't be open with me. We can definitely be open because usually the conversation goes there anyways, where Mm -hmm. a guy may tell me something and I'm like, well, tell me more about that. Well, why do you like this? And okay, well, your parents like this. So where do they grow up? Like it kind of like goes to that, but I'm not Mm -hmm. one of those like straight off the the hip, like, okay, so how do you feel about X, Y, and Z and all that? You know, I kind of like to ease my way into that stuff, kind of get a feel Mm -hmm. for the person because I also, I may like you one week and not like you the next i don't even want to get into all that if i'm not really into you you know i just i feel like that's a waste of my time and your time and then you just opened up to me and now i'm not texting you back and you're like damn i told her about my dad and how i hate (laughs) you know or my mom and it's like i'm just not really feeling you no more so yeah i mean i definitely don't have those open (laughs) those type of open vulnerable conversations with everybody that i like might have a conversation Mm -hmm. with or might feel attracted to at some point in life it definitely gets there Mm -hmm. um but i can kind of pick and choose like oh this this is a human that i think i'll like so let's dig a little deeper or I don't know. I don't think it's an inorganic thing either. I don't think I just come out and I'm like, so tell me about your childhood trauma. I of think course. it usually always flows to that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I'm I don't shy away from asking deeper questions because that helps me determine whether or not we will ever have any kind of connection. And for me, I don't have a very wavering mind when it comes to whether I like a person or not. Um, I don't go f- like it doesn't take same. me a while. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely opposite in that sense. It doesn't take um, it doesn't really take a lot of time for me to decide whether or not I like somebody or not. Um, but when I have decided that I like that person and that's just what it is, it doesn't really shift or change. Like next week I might not really be fucking with your pimping, but I still like you as a person, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So mm -mm. it's different. Yeah, it's different. I get that. I think it's different. I think, and there's no right or wrong, you know, it's like your Mm -hmm. way or my way. There's nothing bad about either way. It's more so like whatever we feel is a preference, you know? Yeah. Um, so we talked about Molly being self-sabotaging, though. So in what mm. ways do you feel like Molly self-sabotages? I feel like when things... Um, I feel like Molly, first of all, chooses situations that she knows she'll lose at. Mm. Okay. I think Ooh, that's that she one. purposely chooses situations that she knows that she'll lose at. And a lot of times, this can happen with women who are like, highly successful where you know they're like you said she's very driven in her work and in her career so it has to it's kind of like you can't have everything but really you can it's just more so about making the proper decisions so she knew that she really wanted a relationship and she wanted to be loved and cared Mm -hmm. for and all this stuff but then she entered a relationship with dro like a married your married best friend that lived across the street and it's like ma'am now ma'am where did you think that was gonna lead did you think his wife was gonna call in he was gonna ignore the call and say he'll call back later no ma'am he's gonna go open the door for her this relationship it's a situation ship okay it's really a situation ship but i think that in a lot of those situations and then i feel like she counted out herself early in a lot of other situations like jared i really liked her and jared together and but she didn't like jared supposedly because of something that she really couldn't process in her head mm-hmm. or that she couldn't you know like come to terms with or even like have enough conversation with him to be able to truly understand where his head was at as far as the situation goes um so i feel like she definitely sabotaged with jared because she even if she was really sure that that's what she wanted she wouldn't have gone back like she did you know what i mean she Mm -hmm. went back to jared's house a couple times even after she was like i don't really want to talk to him because he had this experience with a guy before yep right and she just kind of I think a lot of times she she will find somewhere where she feels comfortable and she'll just kind of sit in that. And then mm-hmm. even when it seems like it's a good situation, she's always looking for something to be wrong. And then when it's wrong, it's not just a problem that you guys can talk through. It's like an end all be all. So for Andrew, when she was in the car or when he told her, like, yeah, when she was talking, he's she's like, what, you got a date or something? And he was like, yeah. Yeah, I got a date, but we can't got blah, blah. I'm not going to lie. I don't know how I would have responded or reacted to that particular situation. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was in the car <laughs> on the way somewhere with my nigga, my supposed nigga, and he said he had a date with somebody else, I'd be like, 
oh i don't know my immature ass might be like oh okay well you can go pick her up drop me off right here um you can go pick her (laughs) up and (laughs) spend the rest of the day with her because i'm sure you guys will enjoy like i'll be so dramatic that's that but that's self-sabotage right so molly was kind of having those same thought processes because she was like Issa, what should i do blah 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 and Issa had a very mature take on it she's like well he's with you right now right so why does it you know and just also when he said I feel like some he said something also that we're kind of passing over to make her feel more comfortable like Mm -hmm. when she asked if he was going on a date she was like oh you've been dating other people he was like yeah you know but nothing serious like it's just been going here that I think he kind of like tried to give her that to make her feel a little more comfortable like Yes, I might be going on a date with this person or that person, but I really like you. I really want to pursue something with you, you know, kind of basically. And I mean, I think we kind of see that later on in the conversations that they have, like when he called her back. Yeah, but I think like not. And I think that the whole premise is that they lack she lacks communication skills. And so. By having no communication skills and not being able to articulate how you truly feel, that's when you get in situations like this. And the situations are always the same. They don't. She doesn't communicate effectively, and Uh then she feels like they're either not opening up, or they're not. They're hiding something, or they're not. You know, being real, or whatever the case may be. It is always, or they're too real, or something. It's always like it always boils down to her not. She's also a control freak. She wants to control every little thing in every situation she's ever been in, Uh to some extent. And not saying that, like, keep explaining, because I never I never thought that. So I want to see your point of view. Well, here's the thing. I feel like she's very in control of her career and Mm -hmm. she moved when she wanted. She found a job opportunity. She was able to go when she's been dating these guys. It's like the moment that there's something that she doesn't like or the moment that there's like a red, like not a red flag, but she she deems it as a red flag. It's like I have to control that situation. So by Andrew dating other people, what does that mean? I need to I need to like dig deeper into that. She's and not I in need control. To, she's not in control. She doesn't like not being in control. She's in control in every other aspect of her life. But her her life typically outside of her career is in shambles. And I hate to say that, but mm-hmm. like and it's across the board, all of these characters lives are in shambles yeah. outside of like certain <laughs> things. So it's Except not for Kelly. Molly. Kelly has it all together from what we see. <laughs> from, from what, what we see shown. Kelly has my it girl all Kelly Kelly has it together from Kelly. what we see but everyone uh, she's else my but favorite. Molly specifically it's like shambles when it comes to her love life and she's so she wants mm-hmm. to treat her love life like a career and it just does not work like that and when she can't mm-hmm. she like she self-sabotages she projects her insecurities on other people she's you know lacks communication it's just so much weaved into all this stuff and she's wondering why these guys are she's not connecting with anyone or she's not able to mm-hmm. you know have a solid something i mean you fell for a guy who was married that's example a of like right. what are you doing you know you're not <laughs> even you're not even thinking logically you're not even being very clear with yourself you know this person is unavailable but you're falling for someone who's unavailable which a lot of people do a lot of people do it's a chase and it is it's In about the chase but then it's unfortunate because she can't even be real enough with herself to say what she wants. Because mm-hmm. even when she was talking to Drew, I was like, oh, I'm done. I'm going to take the key back and all of this stuff. Drew still had his in. He did. He yeah. had to give him the key back, all of that stuff. The only reason that Molly and Drew are truly done is because Drew is truly done. I feel. I don't feel like it was all the way Molly. I feel like it's Molly kind of. Molly. <laughs> huh? I said it's never all the way Molly. 
Yeah, yeah. I feel like Molly came in and decided for herself, you know, a couple boundaries. And then Dro just decided that he wasn't going to play this game with her anymore. Yeah, because, because you can't put boundaries He knew what on he wanted, never but she boundaries. did not. That's the thing. You can't put Period. something that never had boundaries on it. Like, this was something supposed to be fun. He told you that he was married. You know his wife. You know all of these things about him. Mm-hmm. But you still decide it because everything's a choice you know mm-hmm. you could have decided to walk away you could have decided that you mm-hmm. were no longer going to do this you could have decided to date someone else but you decided yeah. to get involved with someone who you knew his situation and it's like you literally willingly said let me put the clown makeup on i'll do it literally like girl let me just yeah give me that I need a little yeah, extra that's, that's blush yep, i need a little bit of extra let the me make sure i don't forget my clown shoes okay. like girl you're a clown. I need you to stop. And I love yeah, her. Yeah, she really. I really do. But that was a clown. She set ass herself move. up for the okie though. That was a clown ass move. You're right about that one. Um, but let's talk about Lawrence real quick. Okay. Okay. Before we wrap this up. So Lawrence decided to pop up on Issa. He told her. He basically told her to keep his name out of her mouth. And Issa kind of played it a little bit cooler than I think I would have played it at that time. Mm-hmm. But. She was cool about it and was like, yeah. And then, like, later on, they had a conversation because she wanted to know if she should tell Con... Con- What's her name? Condola. Condola. She, sh- she asked if she could tell Condola. <laughs> I was about to call her Condolisa. Girl. <laughs> Condolisa. Every- the fact that on Twitter, everybody is, like, giving her a different name yes. every single... Like, she has like a literally name. a different pseudonym every tweet I see. Like, it, it is taking me... One out beautiful name because everybody's just like girl it doesn't even matter you're lawrence's girlfriend lawrence's girlfriend (laughs) whatever but Issa called and said should i tell lawrence's girlfriend basically that we that you pulled up and you told me you know all this stuff and he's like no i thought right then and there it took everything in me not to be like girl why are you not giving reading him for filth because first off him pulling up on you saying i'm outside and telling you to keep his name out of your mouth like nigga nobody's talking about you enough to even like be pressed about what you got going on i need you you to simmer down have several of them have several seats okay because you're giving yourself way too much like credit here girl way too much power way too much like scenery nobody's giving you that much she handled that very well you know what i liked and enjoyed about um and was it episode two, I think, where I think basically the conversation. No, I think it's the third out right now. Is it? The third maybe comes I'm on Sunday, baby girl. Oh, I'm tripping. Okay, <laughs> so it's only been two episodes. So yeah. this po- most recent episode, his like banter with his friends and how he was like, and this bitch got my name in her mouth. What the fuck? It was funny because mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, so niggas really do be having the same oh, yeah. conversations that we have. Now, I know like. they have them like my male friends with me, right? But like mm-hmm. male friends with male friends. It just, I don't know, it sends me over. It's funny. So it's hilarious and so the fact that he kind of created this whole narrative that they were just sitting there having this full-blown out conversation about him and and the things that he does and like now condola knows that he like mayo on his fries before he told her that he liked me it's like boy calm the fuck down literally and Issa, the way she responded to him was like 
hats off to you, baby girl. Because I would have been like, bitch, if you don't get the fuck out of my face right. trying to talk to me about, sure. like, no. Me and this woman worked together. And before we knew that you decided to fuck her, we had a relationship. And we had mm-hmm. an interaction. And once we noticed, or once we once it came to, you know, fruition that you yep. all were together, then that made the situation awkward. So I cleared the air. I would have just told him, I cleared the air by just letting her know, like, I don't want it to be awkward, blah, 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 whatever and i'm not finna ruin this for a nigga who eats mayonnaise on his fries and i would have literally been like that's the totality of the conversation that we had about you so i need you to calm down and never come to me again about some shit like this ever like i would have set him so straight because don't you dare think you finna come to me and tell me what i'm finna talk about like like you the topic of conversation like we sitting here having powwows about what the fuck you do when you buying this bitch flowers i don't know who you are no more because you didn't buy me no flowers right you're a whole new person so i can't tell her anything you a whole new nigga so (laughs) i can't even i can't even shed light on anything about lawrence at all who is lawrence your name is what what's his real name martin over the hell his name is martin yeah martin like sir you're not Lawrence. I don't know who you are, but get the fuck up off my porch. Okay. Martin Lawrence go. Walker. That's funny. That's a black Girl. ass name. Very black, but um, <laughs> yes. And I just, and then I also thought it was like sketchy for him to say like, no, don't worry about telling her. Cause it's like, well, what do you have to hide? Because if anything, like that she should know like, too. Hey, this happened because why are you hiding? Like you're hiding it to make it seem like it's more, it's a bigger deal than it really is. If you simply just came over there to tell this girl to not say your name anymore, you should be able to tell your significant other, like, Hey, by the way, I talked to Issa and I just kind of want I don't really want you guys to like, I don't want her to project who I am to you in a different light. I want you to get to know me for myself. You know, that's fine. But the way that he did it was more so like, you don't have to tell him like, you know, she don't got to know what she don't got to know. I think that they're going to end up messing around. Later in the season, I'm going to call it right now. I wouldn't doubt it. I'm not going to say I wouldn't doubt it because even though it seems like they're completely over each other, Mm -mm. there's still something there. And Issa ain't ain't completely moved on yet either. But let me tell you, I think that the reason Lawrence said don't tell Condola about the conversation that they had is because – he wants to have this facade, right? They're still in their, like, honeymoon, honeymoon phase. phase. So he wants to have, have this facade that he's got it all together. He's cool with her being friends with him. Because remember, Condola was the one with the real issue about the yes. fact that Issa was his ex, not him. So I feel like if he were to bring it up to Condola and be like, or even if she were to find out, like, yeah, he stopped by my house to say, I don't want y'all to have my name in your mouth, X, Mm Y, Z. I feel like Condola would have a much larger issue with that. Because first of all, she's very mature and she's able to communicate her emotions. And Mm -hmm. I very much so feel like she would be like, it's clear that y'all have some stuff to work through. Or maybe you're not through with this situation or whatever the case may be. Or also, why are you having conversations with Issa as opposed to having conversations with me? Thank you. Because he could have easily came to Condola and been like, I don't know what y'all talking about about me. But I want you to, you know, if Issa tries to bring me up, just make sure you nip that in the bud. Because I want you to get to know me. And when she asked him if you feel uncomfortable, he should have said, I mean, it kind of does make me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I Simple. think he wants to look more mature and more together mentally and emotionally and financially than he really is. He might be more financially but together than anything. But about what I think about that in do. general, right? Because mm-hmm. men do that. People do that in general. They try to be more mature or more like put together. And what's done in the dark will always come to light. If you are just always. not fully matured enough yet to have those real conversations 
Mm -hmm. or not there and not 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 nobody's all put together like that's just the reality of it of it anyways it's Mm going to come out she's going to figure it out that you're just not put together and that you're someone who lacks communication or you're someone who gets offended and now you're and then it's going to come out because Issa can't hold water okay she will not be able to let that girl not Issa know. Issa could hold water if it was in a bucket, baby. Okay, she's going to eventually tell her. She's going to slip up and she's like, oh, well, he kind of told me not to tell you. I wasn't trying to start anything. And it's going to start something. It's going to snowball into something way bigger because you went mm-hmm. to this girl's house for no reason whatsoever. Why are you, if you have a problem, speak to your significant other, not to this, not to your ex-girlfriend. Right. That was Condola. Exactly. I'd be more mad the fact that you went to her house to really like have this conversation. Like you could have just texted her, bro let it let let's move on who cares girl who cares if we're talking about you anyways because if i'm still here clearly nothing was said that was really bad for me not to like want to talk to you or anything like that exactly i just feel like in order for granted i'm the single bitch but in order for relationships to truly work (laughs) out (laughs) right they have to I feel like the relationships that really work out start off on a level playing ground. Like they start off where, okay, let me just put all my shit on the table so you know what this is. And you put all your shit on the table so you know what this is. And then we can figure it out together. Like when Lawrence was having that conversation with his dad and his dad was like, I feel like everybody just brings so much baggage. And he was like, but you and mom and his dad was like, yeah. No, me and your mom had baggage. We had matching luggage, but it's mm-hmm. about, you know, unpacking it and all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when you come to the table and you're like, this is what it is, boom, then you can truly work through it. And I feel like, of course, um, Issa, granted, I don't know how the season will progress, but I feel like she's taking the proper steps to make sure that she doesn't repeat the past right so I feel like she's moving in a way that's like okay let me take time to get myself together let me not be out there dating like this you know she got a little fuck buddy or whatever but it's not like she's in a whole relationship because I I don't know how long theoretically it's been since her and Lawrence have broken up but I know it's less than a year niggas always move on so quick how is that like I know it's been less than a (laughs) year and that nigga is moved on in a whole new relationship a promising relationship at that because mm-hmm. condola is a and bad he's bitch made that let's very not forget clear. Like, that he wants it to work out mm-hmm. he wants it to work out and i feel like he saw some of the mistakes he made and he's like let me move forward or whatever the case may be um and so i think he's trying to make the proper effort to do things differently yeah you know as opposed to how he did it with Issa, but and that's a good thing. I also thing. feel like he should take more time to work through it because if he took time to actually work through his shit, I feel like he wouldn't feel no type of way about them talking about him liking mayonnaise on his no. french fries. No. That's something. Okay, if you heard if you heard like say you were dating a guy and he met your ex or knew of your ex or something, right? And they were talking and he was like, yeah, Jasmine, like her steak well done or some shit like. And then y'all go to a restaurant and you order your steak well done and he snickers and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Me and I'll do is just talking about how you like your steak well done. Would you what would you think? What would you think the conversation actually went like? I would think the conversation went like, oh, I'm messing with her. Oh, me. Oh, okay. That was my ex. All right. Well, tell me about her. Give me a little bit of information. Okay. Let me, I'm, I'm trying to learn about her, but you know, she a little bit like this or whatever. And then that's how mm-hmm. it all came out. But during that time when he would have snickered, 
at lunch, at dinner or something like that about it, I would have pressed the issue. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so are you guys friends? Like, what's going on? Like, give me yeah, a little bit like more information. Yeah, like at that moment. Okay. Not that I care that you guys are hanging out or that you guys are having conversation, but I need to know what I'm up against as well. Because if you guys are now mm-hmm. friends and having these casual conversations about me, I'm going to tell you right now, like, I think, you know, that's fine, but you know mm-hmm. be respectful as well you know because i don't know what you're talking about i don't know all the the, the the different kind of you know areas of my life that you guys are hitting on but i i want to make sure that that's not the only reason that you guys are going to connect like you guys are actually like mutually interested in other things outside of me because if mm-hmm. we break up nigga like what y'all gonna have a bashing session about me now <laughs> like that's boring. right okay, i definitely would be i would have a couple questions okay i would have a lot of questions <laughs> I would just be like, yeah, so how did this conversation go? What did y'all talk about? And if he was like, oh, no, nah, we was just talking. And then I was like, I'm not finna trip about a bitch who like her steak well done. And I was like, oh, she like her steak well done. We ain't winning her steak yet. Then I would have probably been like, oh, okay, cool. Well, let's leave that conversation at that. I don't need y'all talking about me or having right. no conversations about me outside of that. Too frank, to be frank, I don't really like y'all spending too much time together. But if that's what y'all going to do, y'all grown, but don't don't spend time talking about me. I yeah. appreciate that though. Make sure and then the nigga could have like taken the time to be like, things. okay. Right. And then I would have moved on. But if it was like, oh, we sat down and had a powwow and but oh no. See, let but me But see here's what gets know. me. It's the it's a little mm-hmm. chuckle beforehand. You know, it's like the little chuckle, the, like the you little, know something like, that I don't like, know. Oh my gosh, she said this and it's so funny because it's true. Like, even if I like my steak well done, you didn't have to chuckle like that. Cause now it's right. like y'all actually over here having like a whole full blown laugh about the shit that I like. Don't do that. <laughs> don't that's not even cute don't do that like keep your yeah. chuckle to yourself yeah i wouldn't uh-uh i wouldn't i would keep that to my i literally i've been in some situations like that not necessarily with an ex but like somebody said something about somebody and then they did it and i thought it was funny but i didn't like chuckle to myself like ha, oh, bitch i know something about you i just kind of like keep it in and be like all right the next time and then i'll catalog it the next time i talk to that person i was talking to i'm gonna be like bro you was right because that nigga show did cut his pancakes right. like this right. he cut his pancakes like a serial killer and you was not lying about it sis you was not lying but i like that little nigga though i like him and i would have left it at that you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's totally but fine. The but the chuckle in the face is what's taking me out. Thing, that just threw me because, I mean, now that they both know, well, at that point, I don't know if Lawrence knew that, oh, that he did know that they were actually like hanging out because they're doing this block party together. But maybe mm-hmm. that could have been, she could have addressed that in a different manner. Or the moment he found out that they were, you know, doing this block party together, he should have told her straight up, like, listen. I understand that you and Easter are cool now. I understand that y'all are um, planning this black party. I'm hoping that it could be, you know, is, is successful. I just personally would like it if you guys kept it professional because I really want you mm-hmm. to get to know me. He should have never, honestly, him involving Issa just screwed up that entire relationship. Because you she's think just you missed the whole not, future of the relationship? I really do. I really do because Condoleezza Rice <laughs> is already... <laughs> um, She's already on shaky grounds with him because of that friendship. Now she's like, ah, I don't, this is, you know, I want to be in this with you, but I don't know how to like handle this. And Issa, even though she kind of like broke the ice and was kind of like, okay, we can talk about it and let's just not make this awkward. It's still going to be awkward. You know, I don't know mm-hmm. you like that. I know you like outside of this block party. Once the block party's over with, what are we going to be preparing next? If we're not, we're just going to be hanging out. What are we going to be talking about? You know, it's like, there's a mm-hmm. whole bunch of things that will be running through her head and, 
with Issa not being able to hold water, it's going to come out eventually that he pulled up on her and told her basically, you know, chill out. Yeah, it's, it's going to come out. I don't doubt. Like, him calling her and telling her, don't say, I mean, her asking, should I say something about it? And him saying no, I think that just made it, the situation worse because now that Issa knows that she can't say nothing about it, mm-hmm. it's going to come up. But it's a secret now. Not that even she's like it's a little between, secret. Well, I'm saying it's now something between her and Lawrence. A connection, a connecting piece between her and Lawrence that shouldn't be there. Oh, that know? condola and doesn't. And that should never lines. happen. That should it never should happen. happen. Yeah. There should never be a connecting piece. I shouldn't know something that you know at this point into your life because we're no longer just, we're not talking. We're not together. We've moved on. You're happy with your life. I'm figuring out my mm-hmm. shit. Like, it should be, keep, it should be that way. But now that you've involved her, that what's going on in your life. You don't. He's gonna do it again. Yeah. He's gonna call her again and ask, like you know, maybe pick something again. I don't know. It's gonna be something, but something else to say. You're, you're maybe he'll. Between you, you know what I think is gonna happen. Something's what? gonna happen with that block party because they've already foreshadowed that the block party did not turn out at all. Like they they already foreshadowed that some shit went left for the block party. Oh, okay. Because remember in the beginning when she was like she don't fuck with molly no more all of that oh, stuff and yeah. then like there was a box of t-shirts there now if you had a block party and it was successful you out of t-shirts baby mm-hmm. you don't have a box full of brand new t-shirts and then they showed remember clips of like where it was supposed to be i guess on the main street or yeah. whatever i think it was called market street or something anyway they showed clips of it and market street looked like something happened down there it looked real empty look real barren you know so i think something happened and i think once we get towards closer to the end of the season thank god we have 10 episodes this um this season but Mm -hmm. once we get closer to the end of the season something like that will definitely be a reason for Lawrence to want to talk to Issa and try to help her or like relate to her in some way because if this big project that was a big deal to her and with Condola she was just necessarily like helping Issa out but this was supposed to be like a career defining moment if that goes to shit then I could very well see him trying to be her support system Mm -hmm. during this time yeah which is going to piss mm-hmm. Condola off. It's just going to be a whole mm-hmm. snowball effect of just BS. And it sucks because there's so many parties involved that don't have to be involved. But they that's don't life. Need to be. Honestly, that is life. There are a lot of things that happen in life that you don't even realize how many people are connected to one situation. Mm-hmm. To one simple situation that could have been so much different. So di- like could have turned out so differently. But... By involving so many people, the mess just keeps building and building and building and building. And that's what's going to mm-hmm. end up happening. And it sucks because I feel like Issa, to start off with, had been getting her life on track. You know, she got her own place and she's, you know, doing like really trying to make an effort to start her own her own stuff, you know, and start really being proactive and things like that. And it's just maybe the self-sabotage is Issa as well. Maybe she likes mess. Molly said it herself, like, you like being a mess. And it's just like, maybe that's the truth. You know, maybe some people are just prone to being in mess best they can't help it mess finds them wherever they go do you think that Issa is always in mess though i did i completely disagreed with that statement that molly made i think that like i don't think it's necessarily mess but i think it's just heightened so much that it becomes mess you know like okay when that guy was what's that guy nathan i think his name the light-skinned guy can't remember his name when he like left and was like I keep saying like but I can't remember what he did I don't know is he just left and vanished at one point in time and she was really searching to find him it's like that stuff is oh just, Nate 
Nate, there we go. It's just not necessary, you know? It's like, girl, moving forward, you know? Or it's like, or with when she moved, when she had cheated on um, Lawrence at first, and then what was the next season she, like, moved in with the guy that she cheated on him with? Like, what are you doing? That's yeah. mess. Like, these things could be avoided, but you... You you run after the mess. It's not even. I don't even think that she tries to avoid them. I think that it's just more so like her saying it's a choice, and I know that that's probably not the best choice I can make, but I'm gonna make that choice because I'd have been like Molly. I'm moving in with you, Mom. I'm moving back home. Something. Yeah, even I thought that, that, that was a very interesting decision that she made. Yeah. <laughs> when it came to that, because um, with her moving. Um, with her moving in with Daniel, I was just like, girl, you had so many other options. And then even after he started fucking bitches while she was there. Yeah. She still. What are you still there like, for? She still stayed. And I and then wanted you to have a conversation with him about entire, it. And I would have been like. You lost your entire relationship because of this one uh-huh. evening that she messed up. And this man With is this having sex nigga. in his ho- in his house. He pay the bills. He can do whatever he want to do. Right. But he's doing his own thing in his own place that you sleep. That you're actually like in. I would knowing not that you that. there, and he don't care. And he like, don't care. He don't care he that you there. He does not. And then he cares when it's too late. But that's how it always is. But it's like that, yeah, that turmoil, and that was the thing too. What do you think about that part? She like about him on. caring. Oh, you think so? What do you think about him caring? Like. Because I feel like it was a defense mechanism, okay? I personally feel like that nigga was, uh, like, he thought that when she came to the door that he was, like, her knight in shining armor, right? Mm -hmm. So that he was going to be, like, her savior, like, in this time of need, just like when she got in a car accident. He likes being that for Issa, right? Of course. So when she moved in, I think he thought that it was going to be something different than what it was. And when it wasn't, when she was just like, I'm sleeping on the couch for real, for real Mm -hmm. sleeping on the couch. Then he was like, okay, well I'm going to start talking to this other girl because even the, like he was only talking to that one girl. It's not like he had different girls in and out. He had that one girl. Vanessa was her name. He talked to Vanessa and Vanessa didn't even really, I don't know. I don't remember any of these girls. I just watched all, I just watched everything over again. I watch insecure episodes. Like, three times during the season and then i'll watch each season over i love like this is one of my favorite tv shows it's so many things to analyze so Mm -hmm. i'll keep watching i'll find something new every time (laughs) so um but daniel i feel like like i said he was only fooling with vanessa and then remember vanessa didn't even like him like that because when he was like yeah so you know what you doing tonight or whatever no when she asked him she was like what you doing tonight because i'm going to the club yeah and she was like you know you've been here the past couple of days like he was like oh you know i guess but then he tried to kick it like vanessa actually cared about the fact that Issa was staying with him when vanessa really that was care. none of her concern she don't she care she did not care she don't care about you and so she don't i think he was doing that yeah he was doing that to try to make Issa feel some type of way and try to make himself feel better but then when Issa kind of shared her concern he was like oh well maybe she does care a little bit and then you know then they got back cool again and I guess he thought okay since we're back cool maybe we're gonna be back on like because he really wants to be with Issa he don't want to just fuck Issa and leave like he wants to be her nigga Mm. and the fact that she turned him down not once, not twice, but thrice is a problem. You know what I mean? Because and he so, turned her down well before then. There was in high school. I think wasn't there like a whole thing, a rip between them? That's the re- like they broke up because he 
Didn't he do something behind her back or something like that when they were in high school? Or in, co- in high school? No, know. in high school, she said she he was like the what if nigga. So, like, I think they were together, but it never really progressed to anything okay. or never really got to that point. Mm. And they kind of always stopped before they got to, like, a relationship or being serious with one another. And so it's kind of like their relationship was repeating itself in adulthood. Yeah. And well, I think he felt the timing. like he was on the back burner. Yeah. yeah. And, but I think from his point of view, he felt like he was being placed on the back burner. So he's like, let he me was. try to hurt her feelings the best way I can. Yeah. Right. And then even then when Issa was getting ready to move, he did not want Issa to move. He wanted no. Issa to stay like, with you him. Still stay here. You can still stay with me. Cause he cared yeah. about her, which is fine. I think it's nice to know that like he cares so much. But mm-hmm. just because you care about someone does not mean that they're going to show you the same courtesy or the same feelings back. It's right. just the nature of the Which is unfortunate, but it it's is. It's very unfortunate, it but it's something that you, it's a risk that you take, you know? And I think that for Issa, it's like, she just got out of a five-year relationship. The timing was way off. She wasn't ready for that. She wasn't ready to hop into something else. And I don't care what anyone says. And I'm not saying this is all men, but a lot of men are quick to jump in relationships once they're done. Once they break up with someone Very or they are quick. broken up with, they go to a different relationship instantaneously. Very quickly. Women, if we do that, it's more so like to get, like, you know, you get under someone to get over someone kind of thing. It does not mean Which that we're going to be committed to someone for a long term. We're not going to be, I mean, there's some girls who jump in and in and out of relationships all the time and that's their prerogative, but that's not mm-hmm. the basis of everyone. Um, I can only speak for myself. I'm not doing that. It takes me a while. I want to make sure that like I am prepared because I don't want to bring in my ex's baggage into a new relationship. Who wants to do that? And that's exactly what Issa was preparing to do if she would have actually been with him. She would have hurt him Mm -hmm. even worse because she wasn't ready for all that. And just because he's messing around with Jack, Jill, Joe, Vanessa, and whatever her name, people's names Mm -hmm. are, it doesn't mean anything because for Issa, it's like... I'm not feeling you on that wavelength. So you can go and do whatever you want to do. Don't come back here thinking that like I am like pressed about the situation because I'm not. And I think that makes you mad. That makes anyone mad if they actually like someone and they're not jealous. You want to create that like Mm -hmm. jealousy. Like you want people to want you and like you and be like, damn, Jasmine, why aren't you talking to me? Like I thought you liked me. And it's just that's just not the case. Issa wasn't ready. It is what it is. Yeah. um, I think that. Lawrence and her are definitely going to have a second go around at it. I think that her and Lawrence both needed time individually <clears throat> to get themselves together. They were really, I think they were cute, a cute couple. I think they just had a lot of shit going on that just wasn't marinating together. But I think now that Issa's doing self-care Sundays and she's focused on like getting herself together in her career, like ain't nothing like a woman who gets herself together after a breakup. Okay. Cause that woman is invincible. All right. Period. She can conquer the world because she knows who she is. She's grounded in herself. She loves herself. She's all about herself, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that at, there's going to be a point in time where she literally gets herself in line and it's going to be, it's going to become attractive. And he's going to want that mm-hmm. because he's doing that as well. And it's going to become attractive to her. Just because you break up with someone doesn't mean that, like, they're, the attraction is not there. I mean, yes, they're ugly because mm-hmm. you have to get over them, you know? Like, uh, this boy's ugly. Right. I just had that kind of vision last night, girl. I'm just telling you that. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it's just, like, the person that she wants knew 
who, however he elevates himself in the right way could still be an attract, attractive thing for you, you know? So I would hope to mm-hmm. see them back together. I think it'd be very cute. Yeah. Very nice. I mean, I think, I don't know if I want to see them back together. Okay. Why not? Honestly speaking, I don't know if I want to see them back together because, okay, I feel like them coming back together and showing us, like, the good part of their relationship and stuff, I feel like, okay, listen, I doubt it. Issa and Lawrence have great chemistry. I mean, mm-hmm. Issa is awkward as hell, and awkward people don't match too well with everybody, okay? No. I, me being an awkward person, I think I can speak from experience. Awkward people don't match well with people too often. So they have good chemistry and stuff like that. <clears throat> but I feel like the fact that their relationship ended, they had to work on all of these things. When they get back together, they'll have to like relearn each other as completely new people. Mm-hmm. And that'll, that, that could be exciting, but I also... I want to see Issa with other people. Like, I really want to see how she interacts dating around, meeting new people, you know, yeah. or whatever the case may be, and how she really comes to herself. Because her and Lawrence were together for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And she was a very long time. So I want her to kind of, like, get to know herself and find her own groove outside of Lawrence beforehand. But I think that then, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 But I think that's what this time is for. I think that's exactly what she's using this time to do. She's dating other people. She's messing around with other people, which I'm all here for it. Um, I think that she's learning who she is and Lawrence is learning who she, who he is. Sometimes it takes a major shift in a breakup to go out there and figure out who you are because really and truly like both of them, just because they decide to break up doesn't mean they don't have shit to work on separately. Right. And they he they both now know what didn't work mm-hmm. in their past relationship. So yeah, they could go out there and meet people like Lawrence is dating Condola. Um, but eventually, like if he may not feel like that's the person for him, you know, maybe he'll feel like one day East is the real per- the right person for me because mm-hmm. if they are in the same friend <coughs> groups and you have to see her all the time, you're gonna see the progression. You're gonna see the growth of her. You're gonna see who she is now instead of who she was when she was 24. Mm-hmm. People that you're not the same at 35 than you were at 24, you know. So you're a whole new bitch. It's oh, a no. whole new I'm person. Whole okay, new that bitch, last yeah. bitch you met, she gone. She gone. <laughs> okay, I'm, like who literally unrecognizable. Like, exactly I don't know like. who so that person I feel is. Like <laughs> I do want to see them grow up separately, and I think that's exactly what this time is for. And if they get back together, I would love it. If they don't get back together, I just hope that, like, their characters are paired with people who truly see the best in them and want them to be the the better version of themselves, you know, instead of kind of, like, hindering their growth. And I just don't Mm want to see them both end up in situations where they once were before. Because dating when you're... Now, I'm just 28. I will let you know if I'm still single in my 30s, in my 40s, in my 50s. But... I feel like dating in your 30s and dating in your mm-hmm. 40s and then your 50s are a lot different. You know, the pool is just a lot smaller and the pick is just a lot different. So, yeah, I mean, you better get it right now. Get yourself together now so that you don't have to worry about dating in your 40s and 50s. And if you do 
I mean, if you do dating your 40s and 50s, cool, because you can still get to like do your own thing and kind of like make your own rules and you know what you like and what you don't like. Um, but every single decade is just different, mm-hmm. you know? So they're going to be different people. So I don't know. Yeah. Now, these are fictional characters, but there are real people out there like this. <laughs> so, you know. No, there are whole people very, out here very living lives very this. similar to <laughs> the show they depicted. That's tough. But I love that. Yeah. yeah. That's all I got. That's all the questions, girl. I'll wrap up. Okay. Um, That was a really, really, really good conversation. And just in case you were wondering, because we did not shout out our inspiration in the beginning. So let me go ahead and give them their flowers. So the Twitter name is a black prince of the South and the at is mm, you are seen Noir. I want I'm probably saying that wrong, but it's you are S-I-N-E-N-O-I-R. And so each week this person has um a post that they do and they'll post like um a discussion or question thread and so i saw it and i thought it was really really interesting and i like the questions that they asked so i decided to go ahead and send that over on to jb and we decided that we are going to actually do this every week (laughs) because Ain't nothing happening. It's no drama to talk about. Y'all niggas ain't leaving the house. And if y'all do leave the house, no, I'm calling the police. Open. Stay your ass at home. <laughs> I know oh, everything anyway. open, but I'm still going to call the police because stay your ass at home. Call call the popo. So you ready to get into this do of the week? I am. I am. So JB mentioned something at the beginning of our episode and she was talking about how she's using this free time that she has or this time working from home um, to work on her personal growth and her Mm -hmm. self growth um, as opposed to, you know, other people. Um, unlike myself might not have hella projects <laughs> that they put <laughs> off for so long that they have to work on so if not make the project yourself and I'm also doing that as well I'm not I'm definitely not neglecting myself mm-hmm. I've been um I told you the other day that I journaled I have not journaled since but mm-hmm. hey I got okay. a good like five or six pages in I'll catch I'll catch my journal up maybe Girl, sometime this okay. week my cousin says journaling is not for everyone you make journaling the best for you okay Right. You know, I, I'm not going to be a consistent journaler. I know that because I don't be having that much to talk about, but I will go in and update my journal every now and then. Um, and but oh, so you can definitely do journal, journal prompts, things like that. But a thing that I have actually been doing is um, reading myself to sleep. I really I realized today that that's something that I really enjoy. Like I get excited for it. <laughs> in a weird way like when I know it's time for me to go to bed I'm like oh, okay let me get in my head let me get all comfortable I'll turn all my lights off and then I have a reading light and then so I'll clamp my little reading light on top of my book and I get I the reading that. and I just like I, it gets to a point where I eventually have to cut myself off and be like okay girl go to bed but for whatever reason book. yeah it's so good a good oh my book. god it's so good I don't have a collection like yours but I definitely will go to the store and find a book and then next thing I know, I'll have 
three or four books in my hand ready to check out. Well, thank you guys again for tuning in this week to Becoming She. If you have any questions, please feel free to email us at becomingshelive at gmail.com. Questions, advice, um, sponsorship opportunities, any of that kind of stuff, just email us. Please continue to follow us on our journey on Instagram and Twitter at becomingshe underscore. Um, and yeah. Don't forget to get your Mother's Day gifts from Cavo's Beauty Bar. Check out those sales. Because the stores are closed, so you need to go ahead and get your stuff, and shipping is really fast. Yes. We love y'all. We have. <laughs>